Hello, hello, and welcome to Millennial Notebook. My name is Stella. And my name is Emily. And here we talk about living life as a millennial in the modern age. Get comfy, grab your notebook, and let's enjoy the ride together. Hey, everyone. Emily, how have you been doing? I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. I have so many funny stories that I just uh, shared with you a while ago, and I will maybe share that them with our listeners next time. I have, I always have juicy stories, but oh my goodness, because yes. I behind do the have, scenes drama, <laughs> yeah. But because I do have juicy stories today, I will be uh, bestowing upon you some of them, <laughs> and the topic will be online dating disasters and stories actually i'm not sure if i will limit it to online dating i will have to think about it but majority of my dating experiences are online and that's the reason why i i tentatively put that uh descriptive word there Mm, but i i did have like um no um what's the word offline dating experiences as well which also ended up like to some degree disaster so yeah (laughs) i think i will also mention them here uh if we have time what do you think about that emily (laughs) oh i'm so excited this is this is my favorite topic because i am not uh well versed in the dating scene i am in a long-term relationship right so my dating experience has been pretty minimal and i was also a child (laughs) so well i was a teenager i wasn't exactly underage but yeah yeah so i find these really exciting and interesting right entertaining (laughs) your pain is my is my entertainment (laughs) oh my goodness like quick topic though before i dive into that what do you say about um dating someone younger like i know this is something that you probably haven't even considered or experienced experience like are you the same age as jono i'm a year almost a year younger yeah mm, we, we were so, the same year in high school so technically the same like school year but he yeah. is he was put down a year so he's an entire oh. year older than me so i turn a certain age and then a couple of months later he turns the age above me and i'm like okay <laughs> right. it was fun while it lasted <laughs> yeah yeah so what do you think like and and um, the reason I'm, the reason why I'm asking is because online dating um normally there are some um some dating apps that offer the ability to set an age range mm. um and let it move strictly based on that and um mm. at least in the cultures that I I have uh, lived and experienced uh a lot of especially Asian cultures prefer having I mean not really prefer but it's just I wonder if it's also a maturity thing but the common trend mm. that I do see is that women tend to go for either the same age or a little bit older and guys tend to date um, a little bit younger or around the same age so it's like it's a meeting in that kind of middle and so yeah me my like I myself I still struggle with that um I mean I like I try to be very open, but there's always that mental barrier there, right? Where, oh my God, he's like X years younger than me. Like, will he even like he's like will he even understand what I had to get through <laughs> to get to this point? You know, like so many things. Um, yeah. So what, what what do you have to say um, about that topic? Like as a as a lady, like I feel like we can't really speak for. Um, men right now since we are not mm. men we'll have to ask your boyfriend next time perhaps but uh, what do you think um, it's 
yeah, I mean, it's quite a layered question, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's the obvious thing with women tend to date um, older, if anything, because they kind of have like a biological clock, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But because of our biological clock, if you date someone who's younger and you hit the age of 35 or whatever, and you're like, hey, look, I need to have kids now. And he's like, yeah, 10 yeah. years younger. Yeah, and he's yeah, like, look, yeah. I've still got 10 years till my like five more years until I'm 30. Like, I want to wait. So, but, true. so there's the a huge space is different. Yeah, the headspace is different. And I think for women, it's really that's one of the factors that unfortunately as much as I hate to say um it kind of plagues your relationships a little bit <laughs> right. um but then there's the other thing as well of like if you date someone who's quite a bit older than you you could have the same issue with they're ready to get into um having babies and whatever and you're like I'm still really young so <laughs> no thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I like think that's a really maturity good wise I think like women are generally more mature yeah um typically they mature faster and and more so than men no mm. i don't know it, it it's it's different for everyone yeah but yes, I, i'd so. say, say i'd say so yeah. especially life experiences um yeah there's a there's a discussion on the same topic about how like the reason a lot of women tend to mature much faster than boys is because a society is a little bit tougher if not a lot tougher on women in other aspects of life i mean let's not i'm not gonna take the boys out of this conversation because i do think guys also have it tough in a way that uh yeah a lot like there's this um high toxic macho 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 culture where toxic um, masculinity yes there you go that's the Mm -hmm. term toxic (laughs) masculinity where they're not really given a big space like not a lot of space to open up about the feelings and um about you know showing vulnerability and just being weak and i feel like that's Mm. uh we are all losing out um when we don't listen to each other so Hmm. yeah but i feel like that's another topic for another day yeah that's that's a whole whole yeah yeah (laughs) so um yeah heads up uh heads up for next time so that's gonna be uh one topic would be I guess age. I, I don't know in what context yet. We we will figure that out. And then the other one would be, yeah. I mean maybe, uh, female and male, um, toxic beliefs. Maybe or we can even focus on male beliefs because I feel like you know as two female hosts, it's kind of hard not to mm. kind of uh, lean in a certain direction. But we are working toward having guests with us so a lot of fun topics in the future for you so stay tuned um in any case so today uh all right so let me just like dive in because i am in the i am deep in the water of uh dating right now um i am back in the market Uh, if you've been listening to us uh the past half year like in the past six months since we started and it's been almost six months. Sorry, I counted too far ahead. Maybe like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's we're already on six July. months. Yeah, Yay! we started in February. I think was our first episode. Congratulations so. in the millennial notebook. Yes. But um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, if you've been listening, I have been mentioning that I wasn't ready to date yet because I was still getting over someone. And um, it's been a year and a half, almost, or a year and a few months, and. I think I am much better and I'm no longer in that space where I feel like it's toxic to even get into a new relationship. And it's been 
uh, it's been good. It's been interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me just start then. So uh, there are a bunch of things that a lot of people would be familiar with with um, online dating and the pains that come with it. Uh, mm-hmm. And as much as uh, online dating has brought a lot of people success with their relationships, I have a bunch of friends who have met their partners on apps and they've been very successful. Some of them have been dating for years. Some of them have gotten married. So it's a very legitimate way to meet people. Um, And Mm -hmm. I was listening to uh, an interview by, um, I think... She's an anthropologist with a focus on romantic relationships or relationships, I think. Like, I'm not really mm-hmm. sure Interesting. Uh, which field. But she was talking, like, someone asked her. So it was an interview where um, listeners could ask them, ha- ask her several questions. And one of the questions that was brought about was, has online dating ruined our relationships? Ooh, and, juicy. you know... You know what her answer was? What yeah. do you think? Uh, what's your bet? What do you think? Right, she said? I'm going to say it hasn't. No, it hasn't. It hasn't Ooh, our okay, why? Why do you think so? Um, because I feel like the dating part, the online part, is really only to meet people, but the mm-hmm. dating itself is still done. Well, in theory, face to face, like yeah, the the apps are only really used to meet the person and find yeah. the person, which I guess that could be kind of a bit skewed because there's an algorithm to it obviously but um but once you kind of like meet the right person you're, you're you're just dating same as you would back in any old time <laughs> pre-apps yes exactly and yes you are right on the money right there and yeah. uh for anyone curious i will link um the interview in the show notes and Ooh, i will properly credit her as well because um i mean it'll take me a second to pull it up so um i will not let you wait but in any Mm -hmm. case um yeah she mentioned that it has not actually ruined um dating because it has worked for a lot of people Mm. and her saying that actually encouraged me to just go back into online dating because i'm an introvert and this is another topic i will be talking about here in the podcast dating Mm -hmm. as an introvert but you know it's just so tough for me to keep putting myself out there uh, out there you know, like, because they say go out more, um, hang out with a lot of people. But it's like, mm. wow, it's easy for you to say extroverted person. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I like it's just, you know, we're working people who are, you know, sometimes we have bad days, as we've mentioned in um, our mental health episodes, uh, episode 19 and 20. Um, if you haven't listened yet, please have a listen. But, you know, we ha- we are going through a lot of stuff. And so mm. there's only so much energy you can, like, throw around, right, before you pass out. But, like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, and as an introvert, it was just like, you know, uh, I tried doing offline dating, like meeting friends, uh, meeting new guys, new people through my friends. Didn't really work out so much because... Um, you know i mean once you've met majority of them you have met majority of them and also like <laughs> for someone who is living in a i mean as big of a city as tokyo is mm. you'd be surprised how some for some reason and maybe this is the expat community especially mm. but it's like 
it's shockingly small where yeah. once you've gone to the second and third degree of your friend groups, like you'll find that this person knows this person. Yep. And it's kind of I mean, awkward. I found that I was only there for a couple of months and I found that. And even I'm seeing it online as well. Like um, I'll see that so-and-so knows uh, someone that I met. Like, like it's all connected. Like everyone knows everyone, which is, right. is kind of intimidating, especially in, in the entrepreneur space. Like if you stuff yes. up or if you did, if you broke a relationship, yes. which I will be honest, I have done, um, it could come back to really bite you. So exactly. you have to kind of be careful, but like it is a very small community. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, in my attempts to do that, I actually ended up like having to um, like fate, face an ex he's not even an ex like someone i lightly went out with um Mm. and didn't like never wanted to see ever again because he was a Mm. jerk total Mm -hmm. asshole and then i had to face that guy and it was awful Mm. um so there's that the risk of that and also just you know clubbing is not my thing sometimes i go because i think like it's one like my friend had success in meeting um, her long-term boyfriend through a club, but you know, like I like as a as a demisexual, and it, for those who aren't familiar, demisexuals, um, are people who feel sexual attraction or romantic attraction only having only after having felt that they have connected emotionally with the other person, hmm, and although like a lot of, a lot of people confuse this as you know normal like cis hetero people or just you know like normal what's the word for uh just uh, i don't have the proper not heterosexual (laughs) i know yeah excuse me that's not don't quote me on that what's the word like it's just like you're in any case not demisexual just like people who feel sexual yeah typical Typical. (laughs) people who feel typical sexual attraction to people like if you see a hot person you would want to sleep with them right like that's a general like understanding of attraction and human sexuality uh typical typical understanding right like they're hot you'd be attracted to them like, of course, you're not going to jump them right at that moment if you're a decent <laughs> human being without their consent, obviously. But, like, yeah. like there, you feel that attraction is what a lot the of urge. my... urge. <laughs> yeah, the urge. And a lot of my friends, growing up, a lot of my friends would talk about that. Um, mm. And I never did. Uh, and then I realized that there's this actually, like, it, and this is only a very, like, they, they've only put a label to it very recently. And what I, by what, what I mean by very recently is, like, you know, not even 10 years, I think, have passed, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I have to search into the yeah. uh, history of that. But in any case, you know, mm. I cannot, demisexuals do not feel the sexual urge, no matter how hot the person is, uh, <laughs> until they get that um, uh, emotional connection, plus yeah. several other factors that um, yeah. that are determined by the individual themselves. Hmm. But in any case, like, so this isn't to be uh, misunderstood as, you know, needing to get to know a person before having sex with them. I feel like that's normal for a lot, for a lot of people. But what hmm. I'm talking about is just feeling the urge, whether you feel it right. or not. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So demisexuals typically don't feel the urge, no matter how hot the person is, um, until they feel a specific um, emotional connection or attraction. Anyway. Hmm. So... Now, uh, so it, clubbing didn't work out. It's just <laughs> there's so many things, and it's just you know I tried going on activity based um, 
stuff like hobby-based activities and meetups. Um, sometimes they ended up being too small or you end up seeing mm-hmm. the same people. It doesn't really, you know. Yeah. I feel like the cost effectiveness of that just wasn't good enough. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so here I am online dating, right? And so disasters stories. Oh my goodness, I have so many. So um, I think a lot of people are familiar with this, but just ghosting in general. Mm. I hate ghosting. I will say <laughs> it and I will say it proud. Um, and I will shame anyone. Uh, and even if you're my friend, I mean, I'm going to lightly shame you. This <laughs> is just, just a dick move. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I mean, I don't yeah. like, sorry, shame is a strong word. I will lecture you. <laughs> I don't want to shame you in front of your friends or other people. I will lecture you privately <laughs> <laughs> to not do it because you will hurt the other person. And we did discuss this in the How to Date episode, which is, uh, let me see which episode that was. I can redirect you there. There, um, Episode 16. Mm-hmm. And um, we talked about how ghosting isn't necessarily like... Um, you know, you've talked for a little bit and then you stop replying. So this is about, you know, having gone on maybe a couple of dates and you, fe- you felt like um, you've had a certain kind of connection already by that point, right? And then just mm. disappearing after that. So that's ghosting. Mm. Um, when the other person is expecting... Um, naturally expecting, right? Not like, what the fuck are you expecting from me? Kind of. Not that. Just, you know, as a natural course of human connection yeah. and communication. Yeah. Expecting <laughs> something, right? Like a reply. And then you just ghost and disappear. I think it's super rude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. But yeah, so ghosting. So the stories of that. Um, and it's what... And, Okay, so I will share the reasons why I feel like it's not, um, you shouldn't do it as much as you can. Like, you can always just be nice, but uh, it's because I, have I experienced it myself being ghosted after, um, oh yeah, I have. Uh, So there was this guy that I was dating for, um, like we've had... Almost five dates by then. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, like, I feel like it was... I think the way I reacted toward him ghosting was also fair. Because, yeah, five dates in. And then he just randomly kind of decided that he didn't want to talk to me anymore. Left me hanging and disappeared. And this guy, get this, like, hello Tokyo, tiny world that you are, but one, like, two years, one to two years later, I can't remember, like, I think it was a year later, a year later, I find out that he ended up, like, drinking with a close friend of mine because there's this Mm. thing where... um. When COVID was still a huge thing and a lot of restaurants and um, bars and pubs were closed really early for some reason. Like, the Mm. Japanese government thought that COVID (laughs) sleeps and that, uh, sorry, that it doesn't sleep or whatever. Like, um, that if you close the restaurants early, it would (laughs) magically stop the virus from spreading but people were still going to the office and restaurants in the daytime. Doesn't make sense. But in any case, so... um, (laughs) When it was in this period where a lot of people are literally drinking on the streets because <laughs> they were like, oh okay, my God. 
sounded Pubs really. Pubs are closed. Yeah. You did, oh, okay. This didn't come out in the news, but this no. was a Tokyo thing. No. Um, yeah. People were drinking because you are allowed to drink yeah. um, while walking or basically drink on the streets in Tokyo. It's legal. Yeah. And so, and you can buy drinks in the convenience store without any problem. Yeah. And so that's what people did. They would go in front of the, like the convenience store and drink there. And so people like congregate in these areas so it's so funny yeah so i end up meeting him again because he found out that like so my my friend that he met is also filipino and you know the filipino community you know just like with any kind of um race thing like they'd be like or sorry ethnicity yeah um People would assume like, oh, I have this friend who is also this ethnicity. Do you know him yeah. or her? Especially in like the expat community, it's like the 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 Australian expat community and the Kiwi expat community. Yeah, it's exactly. All very exactly. small. It gets smaller and smaller if exactly. you start going by nationality. Yeah, exactly. And so when they found out, like they were like, oh, so you know Stella and and. Uh, my name is pretty unique and so they were like yeah oh my god it's the same person blah blah, blah. <laughs> um but in any case like he decides to go back into my life like a freaking ghost that he is Ooh. um haunting me and i didn't want him anymore so god and then another one was that um <laughs> like <laughs> so there was this guy who i guess he has I think he, now that I've been through therapy, I just realized that he probably has a lot of like commitment issues that she that he needs to work mm. through. Cause mm-hmm. I was literally just being nice. Like I, my primary value in my life is kindness. Yeah. And so when he, um, like he got sick, and I said, oh. It's too bad that you got sick. Like, is there is there anything I can help you with? Like, if you want, I can I can do X Y Z, so that you can like recover better or something. Like, cause we've like by that time we've dated, we've gone on, if not if I'm not mistaken, two dates and have been talking for a long time, like two yeah. months, like mm. continuously, right? Talking every day. So I feel like that's a a decent amount of um, connection and time spent on each other, not necessarily together, but on each other. Mm. But in any case, he was just like, oh, wow, I like the girlfriend act. And then disappeared. Oh, uh, I, like, God. I remember you telling me about that. Ugh. Oh, my. Terrible, right? Oh, God. Dick. Yeah. So those like those experiences really kind of uh, they shook me because like I'm I try to be nice as a general mm. principle. Like I don't expect anything from anyone. But, you know, like I just I, I have a hard time understanding people who can just be terrible people (laughs) Mm. like wow okay what makes you different from being an animal then (laughs) you fucker (laughs) (laughs) so anyway so there's that ghosting those are my experiences with ghosting and so um try to be nice everyone like i so i've had my share of dates where i didn't feel any romantic spark or attraction like the other day um so there's this guy, he was the nicest person and I feel so bad because, <laughs> you know, he's just, oh my God. And this is going to be, I'm going to be um, transitioning to uh, the next topic after ghosting. But just like, like them s- seeming very different, like from on, like their online persona being very different from reality. 
Mm. And I don't mean like in a weird way where they were lying or anything. It's just people are so different. Like the vibe mm. is different because it's yeah. like, you know, there's only so much you can communicate yeah. via the app. But in yeah. any case, so like he was so nice. Like he looked up a restaurant for us. It was a Aww. really romantic restaurant. He was such a gentleman. Like, oh, and then so we went up, we were at a park and I didn't want to kind of like I kind of felt that I wasn't attracted to him. You know, mm. he wasn't my usual type. But it's fine. I wanted to give it a chance, right? Mm. Um and so I wanted to like figure out whether we could have chemistry, right? And mm. I guess um thankfully, I guess that he was also on the same page without me needing to communicate that cuz like he uh ended up kissing me and Ooh. um yeah. <laughs> And, you know, it was all right. And I was just like, okay. And the thing is, like, I was just after maybe two seconds of kissing, I was just like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I didn't stop it. Like, it was a natural stopping, right? Like, I stopped right. naturally, but it's just like, you know how when you weren't, really... You weren't itching for more. Yeah. And you, <laughs> you weren't going back for seconds. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. I was just like, okay, I'm done. Like, I pull away. I and then I'm just like, all right, shall we go home now? <laughs> was it? Is it a really? Was he bad? It was it a bad kiss? Was he? No, bad? I think or it's were really you just, just like not ke- feeling it. Yeah, I think it's a it's it's a chemistry is an actual thing, right? Like yeah. physical chemistry is a real thing. Um, and I just didn't feel it. Maybe we aren't compatible uh, physically. Um, you can tell a lot from a kiss. It can really mm. literally. Uh, make or break a relationship. This is a this is a an actual thing in uh, not just modern dating. This has been throughout wow. the times evolution. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't know that. But like it, like know. a lot of um, relationships have uh, budding relationships have ended with a bad kiss. <laughs> Interesting. So, yeah, so I knew that I should at least try to kiss him. Um, and so we did and I did not uh, I was not into it and so you know like so and I've had similar circumstances where that happened as well right you know like I wasn't if I wasn't feeling it same pattern Mm. Um, and I try not to go um, unfortunately or fortunately I don't know I'm happy that they were interested enough right that's good but like thank you for validating me as uh, an attractive person <laughs> i guess by <laughs> wanting to see me again but yeah. <laughs> um i didn't want to kind of lead string them along you know yeah. lead lead them on because i want to i respect their time and so instead of ghosting people who are listening instead of ghosting just give them if you don't want to put the energy there just give them a short message be like i'm sorry i'm not feeling this um thank you for de- for your time um, I'm not going to pursue this anymore. Goodbye. Or it doesn't even that it doesn't mm. even have to be that long. Like literally, hey, sorry, I don't think um, what I'm looking for. I don't think I found uh, in this relationship, or not even relationship, right? But I don't think um, this is what I want. So nice to meet you. Goodbye. Right? Simple. Mm. And then. It'll be easier in the other person, right? It's not as if they're expecting a lot from you. As long as they're not like, if it's they're just not a closure. Crazy, yeah, if they're not a crazy yeah. person, like I'm, I'm sure there are also a lot of really weird people out there who, hopefully, do not get 
um, verbally violent with you. Because, mm. I mean, I have heard stories of, like, people who do, like, probably who are a little bit uh, mentally unstable, but, like, who freak out, right? And if you see that, like, good riddance, goodbye. They don't even deserve anything. Block them, report them. Like, mm. do what you need to do to keep yourself safe. But, yeah. And in any case, like, if they're a normal person, um, say, give a goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. that you leave, uh, like you leave the people, the trail of people behind you unscathed. <laughs> Keep them alive and not dead, lying on the floor, and so that yeah. there won't be a trail of ghosts everywhere as we all try to date each other in this earth. <laughs> well, okay. here's your warning. I mean, the Tokyo dating scene for ex- expats is pretty small. So, oh my uh... god! Oh no, maybe it's just be now because of the pandemic. Because like they yeah. literally yeah. Oh, shut yeah. everyone out. No new or people everyone in. in. Oh yeah, <laughs> both and everyone in. Funny. So this is a. Uh, Let's put a date stamp on that. Is it is the year twenty twenty two of uh, our modern world <laughs> uh, after the birth of Christ? <laughs> okay. Anyway, no, is that even accurate? Don't quote me on that. Um, in any case, right? I don't so know. I'll ask Jonathan. <laughs> He's into that stuff. <laughs> right. So ghosting. That's for ghosting. Like goodness. So next, online versus reality. But mm. and I'm not talking about catfishing because that's the, another topic I'll be talking oh, about in a yeah. little bit. But it's just as I've mentioned a while ago, it's so different uh, how people are online and offline. So Emily, like maybe I think you can have a bit of a feel for this because you are online. Like you have a very strong online presence, right? And very active online. And I'm not talking about dating, but just in general, mm. right? Like how a yeah. lot of people can seem one way through messaging, for example, and then you meet them and they're totally different. Like, can you share your some of your experiences on this? Oh, um, oh, not off the top of my head. <laughs> um, really? I guess I have. I've kind of I've met it the other way around, where people we're talking to someone. Like I usually meet people um, in person, generally first these days. Um, and then be a little bit more keen to like message them through social media or whatever it is, or like pay attention. But, um, actually there is someone that their online personality is very different to the person they are in real life. And I think it's a lot to do with sort of being like quite introverted, Ah, but they can be really aggressive online and come across as almighty and powerful but you meet them in person and they're just like they they recluse so much mm. um because they're just not comfortable around people but Interesting. i think it's just one of those things of like you like bottled up emotions and bottled up feelings that you can't you don't feel comfortable expressing in person which i totally get that like I'm like that with my (laughs) about my work. Yeah, (laughs) like you know, uh, with the right people, I'll bitch about it. But in front of my boss, I'll be like, I'm totally happy here. I love my job. Oh my Uh, gosh! (laughs) Yeah, yes, I think I need to stop doing because it's only bad for you. (laughs) I mean, sometimes you need to kind of um, pull a little bit of strings in the workplace. Like, yeah, uh, there's some level of preservation, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not gonna like stick your foot in your mouth and be like, yeah, exactly. You suck, and it's like, okay, cool. So you've just made your work life hell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So it's totally fine. Don't even feel bad about that. So I feel like there's a space for everything with that. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. So 
off topic. Yeah, it's one of yeah. those things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like the way they message, the way they talk online could be very different in person. So yeah. uh, my friend, like a friend in, of mine uh, was recent, recently telling me about her experiences. But like on, like we were, they were talking, um, they were talking a lot and it, the, the tempo was really good. The conversations, like they really clicked on a lot of aspects. Their hobbies were the same. Um, mm-hmm. It was really, like generally really good conversation all throughout. And then they meet and he was the most quiet person ever. Like oh. there were so many dead silences. Awkward. Um, yeah. And it's super awkward. And... Um, yeah, like, and after that, the date was so bad that, like, I mean, my friend was decent enough to, like, thank him for the date. And then he didn't even, after she thanked him, like, he didn't even bother to reply. He just unmatched her. Um, oh. Yeah. Terrible, right? And that was, uh, I think that's a little bit linked to ghost. I mean, I don't know if that is linked to ghosting. Uh, maybe not, because it's not, it was just after a first date. But just that's just, God, terrible experience. Um, mm. And. And uh, I guess for me, the online versus reality, I think the hardest, I mean, that's one, obviously, the way they talk versus how they talk in real life. But for me, I think the most difficult part about this and the most disasters I've had is just generally, I mean, looks is one thing, right? I think everyone Mm. can imagine how other, like most people don't necessarily look 100% like their photos. Mm. Um some people actually edit photos that's another thing but i'm talking about like yeah. generally people let's let's limit it to the con- let's limit the conversation to people who don't edit their photos um mm. it's literally just because it's it's a 2d like it's a it's a flat image right i don't know yeah. if that's an accurate way to describe it 2d 3d emily please educate me <laughs> on that but like is a photo what what is a photo of a person what would you oh, define um as? It's an image. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's a flat image. You, it's it's a flat image with a particular lens depth that may distort some, certain features. So exactly, like, there you go. You kind of need to see multiple <laughs> images at multiple angles at multiple distances to really get a like a, a 3D model going on in your head where you're like, okay, I can kind of see what they look like. Okay, but okay. it's pretty hard to do that with just a flat image. Exactly. Particularly one image. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, there you yeah. go. Thank you. Thank you so much, uh, my pro designer friend. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, okay, so there's that, right? And for me, physical attraction is very important because it's one of the ways I kind of distinguish whether I would date someone or not. Like literally, if mm. I would not bang you, excuse my language, but like if we were, <laughs> if if I don't want to bang you, then we should just be friends. Like literally, I love all of my friends to the depths of the earth, but yeah. I would not fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the difference. So if I'm not gonna fuck you, let's just be friends. <laughs> so i mean yeah so that's that's difficult like it's like in their photos they just look so different in person and it's just like Mm. oh gosh that's uh and some people just post one photo right and you don't really wanna kind of cross them out just because you're assuming that they look like that all the time because exactly as emily described Mm. they could look very different in person yeah in both like good ways and bad ways right it's just that i wanted Mm. to give the benefit of the doubt and so i just you know went on the date and it's just like oh no no um (laughs) 
yeah so there's that and just um what else i guess the overall chemistry right and i don't mm. mean um i mean of course there's physical chemistry and what i mean by that is just as i've um mentioned a while ago it's just you know if it doesn't light a spark like if it doesn't like if you if you just don't feel that romantic attraction and you know humans have evolved to uh pick certain people for certain things right and Hmm. i think we've we've evolved to use our brains a little bit more than our just based on our instincts and bodies and that's great Mm. it's just um it's still something that we perceive right so you can choose and i have seen a lot of people and i have friends who have chosen partners uh not because of their physical chemistry and sometimes they don't even feel a huge like a lot of sparks between them but they feel very stable with this person so they've decided Hmm. to just go with that right and yeah i respect that but personally right it's just if it's not there like i've mentioned let's just be friends (laughs) (laughs) so that's the hard for me that's one of the hardest things about online dating really it's just Mm. like meeting them in real life and realizing oh no uh i'm not (laughs) feeling this nope yeah nope 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 nope. or like oh my god like something you can't tell from your phone how they smell this is part of like another biological thing that is a thing that that is absolutely a thing (laughs) absolutely do you think jono smells good to you oh this is gonna get really creepy and weird um (laughs) go ahead it's part of biology emily you throw it at me i have data for this (laughs) I mean, okay, we met when we were in high school. Teenage boys are terrible at hygiene. So let's just put it out there. Most teenage boys aren't great in that department. Yeah. (laughs) But because of that, (laughs) it's really easy to tell what someone naturally smells like. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Yeah. Um, Yeah. He was not, I mean, he still isn't really a person to wear a lot of deodorant, but Mm. like... Yeah, I doesn't. I don't mind because naturally he smells good to me. So yeah, and that means you are physically <laughs> compatible. And like people don't come at me. This is a real thing. There are studies on this. Don't deny human biology. <laughs> it's a thing. Like, and I'm saying yeah. you can choose Fear against runs. it. You can choose against it, as I've mentioned. But it's a thing. And yeah. so, and I want that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I want my partner to smell good to me. Oh, but j- by the way, like so. I don't know I'm so knowledgeable about this, maybe because I've been dating for so long. (laughs) But did you know that, and just for all of the ladies who are listening to this, just in case uh, it would be of any reference at all. And this isn't to mean, I don't mean to scare you or anything. It's just one of the things that you should consider. Um, The pill, it the way it works is Mm. that it uh, tricks your body into thinking that it is pregnant and that's why you don't get pregnant. Like, it's the hormone balance there. Right. And it's one of the ways to just... I mean, of course, I'm simplifying it by saying it tricks your body into thinking it's pregnant. That's not literally what it is. It's just about hormones. But um, the human biology of that is that when a woman is uh, pregnant, the hormone balance, right, is what I'm talking about. But... Mm. uh, they tend to we have evolved to um 
want to get closer to just physically closer to to seek safety in um closer relation closer family relationships for protection hmm, and so interesting. yeah and so th- there have been studies about how the pill um has it may make you perceive certain smells particularly particularly with specific guys right who have dna patterns that are closer to yours um it would it would swap it basically like they would smell good to you Mm. versus the actual guys who are more um biologically compatible to you because your body thinks it's pregnant and is naturally seeking out closer relation familial relationships and so they mm-hmm. say, and the study, what and how they stud- they found out about this is that when um, a lot of women who did start dating wh- while they were on the pill and stopped, uh, got rid of the pill, right, eventually, they ended up, like, finding their partner's smell to be revolting. And wow. a lot of the relationships ended up, um, you know, it ended up in divorce or just breaking up. Um so I'm not. This isn't me. I don't mean to scare you. Like I, I, I believe that the pill is one of it's a, it's a, it's a great birth control um, option for some people who, who feel that it works for them. Hmm. Um, never worked for me. They made my hormones crazy. I never felt <laughs> stable. So yeah. that's uh, another another thing for another day. But uh, yeah, the recommendation there is to get off the pill if you're actively dating. And then go back into it once you found a person that you are gonna go steady with. So interesting. Yeah, that's so. I mean, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's what I plan to do eventually. If I want, if I ever find a pill that works for me, if I do want to go that route. But yeah, that's one thing mm. to consider. But yeah, the smell uh, mm. is very hard to perceive online, as you can imagine. Um, mm. Developers, maybe you can think of something. Scratch and sniff. <laughs> eh? Wink, wink. Kidding. <laughs> my ex girlfriend said I smelled like. Such oh and my such. god. <laughs> A question prompt. This. Oh my god. No, but then <laughs> I feel like it's so different for everyone. Describe like, your musk. <laughs> I. It, it's impossible though. That's so funny. Like scratch. Yeah, because yeah. it's like everyone smells. I guess different. it's the to different the intensity too, or or the way it smells to you is probably very different to everyone. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and it's funny. Like, um, mm. so my friend who is, um, ah, never mind. Uh, that's her story. Moving on, <laughs> moving on, because she listens to this podcast. I don't want to also out Aww. her and be like, "Hey, why'd you talk about that without my, without her consent?" So maybe I'll mention it next time after <laughs> asking for her permission. <laughs> okay, next. So narcissists. So Ooh. I feel like um, it's really hard to identify narcissists online as well, and like a like a plethora of other personality disorders right and Mm. i'm just mentioning narcissists because that's what i've experienced so far but Mm. i mean there are signs right um but it's very hard like they would be red flags from the profile but it would be really hard to determine until you meet them and um the difficult thing about narcissists is that they're so good at marketing themselves uh that you wouldn't even think that um that it's anything beyond normal right 
And mm. so, yeah, I've dated several narcissists and it's because of online dating. I feel like I would have never dated them if I had the same context of a real life, all, sorry, excuse me, not real life, an offline budding relationship. And I mm. say this because you can, like in, a, in an offline budding relationship, you can always observe the person and how they interact with other people throughout an extended period of time, right? Mm. Let's say you're, you work in the same office or you study, um, you study in the same school or you're friends with their friends. It's very, like there are a lot of circumstances and moments for you and a lot of time for you to observe them. And mm. then you'd be able to figure out, oh my god, this guy is full of his own shit. Like, <laughs> I would never date him, right? But then yeah. with online dating, like, literally, you only have their responses to work with. And then you meet them. And then you only have, like, an hour, let's say, if you're going out on a short date to figure things out. Mm. And then, bef- like, let's say they are truly a narcissist and a very selfish one. And then you end up mm. sleeping with them because that's all that they want from you. And mm-hmm. then, like, you end up... Um, you end up being collateral damage. <laughs> mm. So I've had, you know, it's because of those experiences that I've, I've like, I've sworn off any narcissist. And if I smell any hint of narcissism, <laughs> I'm out the door. Like goodbye. Yeah. I don't care how hot how hot you are. I don't want this. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Ever met a narcissist, Emily? <laughs> um, not off the top of my head. Good. Um, <laughs> no, not off the top of my head. No, that's good. You probably run in really good circles. I don't think I would have ever enter- <laughs> encountered the- these people if not for online dating. Literally, because mm. most people, you know, most of like, there's this. Uh, there's this saying uh, birds of the same feather flock together right mm-hmm. and so generally the people of the same type would um, hang out with each other naturally right just yep. have the yep. same interests laugh at yep. the same things and so you know I literally I do not have narcissists in my close circles or even like semi-distant circles until like in I've only literally uh, was exposed to them because of online dating. Because <laughs> mm, you had to go outside your circles to find someone. Exactly. I mean, there are good things and bad things about that, right? Online dating. So- suddenly we have a lot of, um, like, now more than ever, we are exposed to so many people to and so many possibilities. Like, literally, you're not even limited to the same space anymore. Like, you can use yeah. certain apps to... Uh, digitally travel and date around so it's just the options are abound but Mm. um, the you know it comes with with certain risks because that means you'll end up meeting people who you would have never even possibly interacted with let's say 20 years ago before dating apps Mm. existed Um, anyway narcissists and then next would be catfishers and i will kind of compound this with fakers and people who uh (laughs) who write things who are not necessarily accurate so catfishers Mm. i mean i don't have a lot of experience with because 
uh, I have stayed away from because Tinder. I feel like at least in Japan in recent years, especially, have had like they have less security protocols, and so it's easier mm. for catfishers to just proliferate the app. I don't know about now. I haven't used Tinder in a long time, but at least when I was when I tried using it like three years ago, uh, it was starting to go in that direction. Mm. Um. The apps I use right now um, are a little bit stricter on, like, verifying identity and stuff. And so, I haven't had much experiences with them. But And sometimes you would figure it out, right? Like, I, I've seen some profiles, even in the platforms I currently use. Uh, mm. They are celebrities. Like, they think I wouldn't know. Like what? I don't live under a, I I don't live under a rock, sir. Do you think I don't know who that is? And maybe like it was so funny. It was I was messaging my best like my gay best friend about this. I was just like, look at this. Like, isn't this the guy that we were like? He's semi. He's like a semi-famous influencer. Not a lot of people know him, but he's kind of famous enough for us for my friend and I to have known about him. But, mm. um. And I was just like, oh my god, like, did he really think he could fool people with this? I mean, I'm sure some people don't know him, but like, my goodness, like... Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, unfortunate. Ugh. The internet, indeed. Now, mm-hmm. um, the, the a little bit deeper, like, I don't know which one is deeper or worse, but the fakers are people with not so very accurate profile descriptions. And oh my goodness, I'm gonna throw you with a meme later on our uh, <laughs> social media. My my friend has made this meme for me because it it's not fake people. I didn't make this up. I did not make this up, okay? But so on his profile, <laughs> oh my God, I'm just laughing about it, thinking about it. This is so recent, like literally two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> on his profile, he was just like, like there were so many emojis it was such a colorful profile very descriptive and he was just like um if you're ready for a great conversation message me but you have to be the one to do it first but and then wink and i was just like okay great i love a good conversation like that's that's very important (laughs) for me and so i go and message him like he was so confident about it right on his profile i go and message Mm -hmm. him and then I felt like I was, like, I felt like he was singing lyrics from Soldier Boy. Do you know how it goes, Emily? Um. <laughs> so, so, so this is how it goes. Uh-huh. So you know how Soldier Boy has like, da da da, you da da da, yeah. you. So it's literally, I would ask a question. Like, yeah. and I'd be like, I, I'm trying to build up a conversation, right? And yeah. he was just like he would answer with one word. You. Was it you question mark? <laughs> Even without a question mark, you. <laughs> like <laughs> chocolate, you. And then I'd be like, oh really? Blah 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 blah. And then I'd ask another question. He was just like one a- one word answer, you. And then my god, you, oh you, 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 like god. soldier boy, I tell ya. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like and then did you message him that? Be like, oh, hey, Soldier Boy, didn't see you there. Oh, my God. No, because, like, I got annoyed because, like... Yeah, I mean, I would. That sounds like a terrible conversation. Yeah, and the thing is, I wanted to make him squirm a little bit because, like, he seemed full of himself. Like, yeah, he gave off the narcissist vibes as well in terms of yeah. his photos. But the red flags were there. But I was just like, you know, I mean, might as well. Because, like, the, the, the market is slim right now. I'm just like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
Slim pickings. (laughs) Yeah, like you can't really be picky right now. But in any case, um, what happened, I wanted him to squirm a little bit. So I was just like, "Eh, I'll just leave this here and then I'll unmatch him later. But you know, like um, when I didn't reply uh, immediately, excuse me, when I didn't reply immediately, like the next day I saw that he unmatched me. I'm like, what the fuck? I literally carried this conversation. I brought it out of the depths of death. And you, soldier boy, (laughs) you fucking have the gall. How dare you? God. (laughs) Anyway, meme coming up, people. I cannot make this up. It's literally like I took screenshots. It's there. (laughs) Oh, my God. Can't wait for it. Please post. Please post it on our stories or. um, Yeah, it's coming for you. I'm gonna put the. I, I'm so tempted to put you, like a, an overlay of Soldier Boy. Can you can you make it a TikTok for us? Okay, just make, just make it a real. Make it a real. Put the Soldier Boy song. Over. Oh my god! <laughs> I might. I'm. I'm even tempted to put my face there or like something like expect expectation versus reality. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna gonna put my face. I'm shy. But in any case, yes, TikTok coming in for you. For, uh, any who's. For anyone who's not following us on any of our socials, please do. We are making a new TikTok. Well, it's there. It's been there, but we haven't updated it <laughs> at all. No post it. yet. So follow us. <laughs> it's coming for you. Soldier Boy is coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Oh. Last one. Um, I wish there were... I think I wish there were less, but there are just so many. And I'm just gonna... I'm not even saying this is the end of it, but at least for my list so, so far. It's just... Uh, non-disclosure and what i mean by this is and and this is like a like this is a full rainbow of non-disclosures right like Mm. it could be literally just um not saying what you expect and then leaving the other person totally shocked because you're not on the same page because there was this one, like, there are some people who, like, for example, put in their profile that they're looking for a relationship. And then after you've mm. dated them for a while, they suddenly change it on their profile. Or they talk to you telling telling you, oh, sorry, I'm only looking for a casual relationship. What the fuck? Mm. So, stuff like that. Like, my friend has gone through that. For me, um, I've met guys who did have, like, looking for a relationship on their profile. And then, yeah, they literally, like, they were like, sorry, I'm not ready to date. And, um... Ser- I'm not ready to, ready to date seriously, so I kind of just want to keep it casual, and so I'm just like, Ugh. so there's that, and there are the for like other worse kinds of non-disclosure where, uh, and I've never experienced this, thank God, but people, my like my friend has told me about how she she found out that some of the other guys that she's dated in the past, and because she's a like she's a sleuth. She will find you, <laughs> your <laughs> socials. But like she was able to find, like they they said they were single and all of those things. But they actually were either married, uh, had kids, um, or both. Wow. And are still married. You know, like it's one thing to be divorced and like actually honestly looking for a new relationship, right? to mm. move on with your life but like it's another thing to lie about that and not disclose it and then like you're suddenly you're a part of like a like suddenly you are the cheater's 
other person. Like, yeah. you didn't even know. My goodness. Like, yeah. never happened to me. It happened to a friend. Um, to be fair, this also happens in real life. Like, I have mm. a friend who, uh, like, they... Like, they had a company part- party and a guy, like, a very young consultant was there and um, they ended up getting drunk and having sex. And then she found out later on that, like, he didn't tell her any of these things, but he that he also was married, is married, and has kids. So, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so that's another, like, uh, it's really hard. I don't know how to protect myself from that. So I don't have tips against that either. But I guess, uh, you know, because this like you can do as many as 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 much sleuthing as you can. But sometimes, like especially the the professional, like fakers, non-disclosing people, like they don't even have very detailed social media profiles or none mm. at all, right? And so it's really hard. Um, what I would recommend as a way to protect yourself against that is, you know, eventually, like if you're getting deeper into the relationship, right? I would recommend that you ask them ask them to introduce you to their friends. Mm, um, yeah. Because uh, if they hesitate, or sorry, it's fine to hesitate, but they, if they don't do it and try to avoid it, then that means they're hiding things. Mm. Their friends or even their family. Because like, I feel like decent people, if they have, like even if, let's say the, the, the faker has a, a bunch of faker friends, then it would be a very uncomfortable group to be in, right? They'd be yeah. all acting. <laughs> that's that's yeah. weird. I don't think it would have. I don't think it would ever get that complicated. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. But let's say, uh, average person who is just, averagely cheating, probably they would hesitate to, introduce you to any of their, close circles. So that's yeah. a really good surefire way, surefire way to. Uh, ensure that you're not um, being put in a situation you don't want to be in. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's it. I hope you enjoyed the talk. <laughs> How very interesting. Uh, and we wonder why I haven't found a relationship yet. Uh, <laughs> you're so picky. Why won't you go for the guy who's already married? <laughs> I know, right? Like, oh, or why wouldn't I go for the guy who I don't feel sparks for? I should literally just be kissing someone like I, I would my friend, right? The fun. What about his feelings? Maybe he had chemistry. You've taken that away from him. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Like... How do you not make yourself uncomfortable for another man? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I love you, Emily. So that's it. I hope you all enjoyed. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's my dating dating life so far. I feel like I've aired out a lot of dirty laundry. I am sorry. (laughs) That's fine. Get it all off your chest. This is the place to do it. (laughs) And if anything, it's uh, I think um, these are very interesting stories, especially for people who haven't uh, dated online. I mean, literally, this isn't meant to scare you. It's for you to figure out what to avoid. (laughs) Yes. So that you don't have to go through them like I did. Lol. Exactly. So yeah. Anyway, thank you so much. Um, our next episode is really fun. It's fear of failure. Totally different from today's episode. Oh but, yes. Uh, We're going back in the other direction. <laughs> yeah. We hope you'll enjoy that. Anyway, thank you so much, everyone. Bye guys. Bye bye.